Hello and welcome to this episode of Ships of the Trek Universe. I'm Brandon, your host for this collab podcast with Hero Collector and the executive producer and host of Ship Talking Pod. And not only is Hero Collector's Ben Robinson back, but this episode we're joined by the legend himself, designer of so many of the amazing ships from the franchise, including the Enterprise E, aka the Sovereign Class. It's none other than John Eves. Welcome to you both. How are you? Very good. How are you? Good. Ben, I, I know you're no stranger to John. You probably talk quite a bit. <laughs> I spend my life pursuing John. Yeah, I catch yeah him. he gets up uh... really early, and I'm I'm like waiting for him because I've got eight hour time difference. That's oh. <laughs> seven hour time difference. Yeah, he usually calls a little bit later. I've already been up a few hours, so it's fun. <laughs> yeah. He doesn't know. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. I, I, I totally can empathize. I work with colleagues from around the world. And John, I'm sure you're working on things that are all over the place. So I imagine you're up early working long days and your hands haven't only been in Star Trek, right? You're working on a bunch of stuff. But uh, we're focusing on Star Trek today. Um, and it's so, so great to have you because this is actually our latest episode that features a Starfleet ship. So it takes us back to season one of Picard. And we've only had one other Starfleet ship discussed on the pod so far. This this one is all about the Wallenberg-class tug. Now, we usually break the episode into ship insights, and then we discuss the design and behind-the-scenes fun after that. But since we have you, John, the creator of it here yourself, we're going to jump straight into some old-fashioned ship talking. So, you know, when you think back to designing this ship, I, I we know from the last episode we talked about that the whole story was completely different, and sometimes you don't even know the story, what's going to be happening there, and the script changes. But take us back to the drawing board for this tug, and, and the inspiration and where that may have come from. Yeah, it's uh, very interesting uh, when a new series starts, a pilot starts in the in the first season, because everyone, you have new producers, new writers, new directors, and so everybody is trying to hone in on what uh, the show is going to look like. And so, you know, we're, we're in Picard, so we have a 20-year gap between where um, Nemesis left off and the show Picard starts up. Yeah, And so we're trying to ramp up uh, TNG designs by 20 years mm -hmm. and keep them in that aesthetic as the architecture goes. And um, as we are going along, Todd Chernowski was our production designer. Sure. Um, he would get beat sheets and notes and go, okay, we need uh, these 18 things for a battle on Mars. And so the, there was going to be a much deeper uh, visual of the uh, the Mars attack and the evacuation right. from the Romulans attack. And that really thinned out to be kind of background elements as mm -hmm. the story goes along they didn't really focus on it as hard as they did yeah and so these tugs became ships that were going to be a part of this evacuation okay and uh, so we did a, a variety of sketches of different uh, tug ideas and uh, they would go to the uh, through todd through the producers they would uh, they would pick and choose shapes as we went along and uh originally we were doing tugs that were saucerless oh, and really? so we were doing ah. kind of yep ships without saucers and and uh after about eight or nine different variations of the non-saucer tugs they go let's see one with a saucer <laughs> and i i really like to harken back to aviation because it's got some of the coolest designs especially the older stuff the 40s 50s and 60s yeah, and so yeah. based on this old helicopter called the sikorsky sky crane it's mm. this big goofy looking looks like a praying mantis almost it's got <laughs> these wide placed legs and cargo sits underneath it 
and it's just got this hollowed out area underneath and i was thinking that would make probably a pretty cool idea for a tug because we have to haul these car uh, carriages that would have uh cargo they would have uh people they would have whatever they needed to evacuate so we designed this kind of tug mm -hmm. which has a saucer it's got no body basically it's got a hub underneath the bottom of it in between the two nacelles and they're they're on a drop system so mm. they kind of hang low kind of like um like a hawk's legs oh yeah 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 when, it, when it's going in for a dive and uh it, they're, they're kind of wide spaced so you can put different varieties of sizes of these cargo holders underneath the ship and so we kind of came up with uh, an idea that it could be a starship on its own mm -hmm. and it would serve as a as a tug on the side so you'd have this like replacement hub that would fit underneath uh, that would make it a tug so everything had kind of a universal docking collar on it so uh whatever you needed to put on there would would attach to the bottom of it that's really cool and it and it kind of harkens back to some of the designs i saw from you know the original technical manuals and some of the starship designs back from you know even tos days right uh so it's really cool to see it's almost like a, a modern train of sorts and i i do love that it's still got its nacelles and it can be its own ship and um you know i know it didn't didn't get much of screen time in the episode which you know unfortunately is is the case most of the time right you're gonna have to design things that show up in the background but what's so cool about Hero Collector is you get these models, well, of course, in advance. So that must have been cool, Ben, seeing. But then you actually get to put them out and we really get to see them in detail. And not only with the magazines, but the actual model itself, uh, we get to really see it up close. And there's so much effort that goes into it. So uh, when you first saw the ship coming through, you probably didn't have the context, right? Is, is that kind of what you guessed, though, based on what you saw? Yeah, we, we got... The interesting part is we get all the models from the VFX team. Right. And then we show them to John because he doesn't know what they look like. At that <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. I mean, he knows a certain amount. Yeah. So, you know, but he sees the shots that appear on screen, but uh -huh. he doesn't get to see the model like from, I mean, this is true, right, John? Yeah. Like, normally our conversations are like, oh, wow, that's what they did with it. That's cool. <laughs> yeah. You see, it's a very different design world from, say, Enterprise or the other TV shows. Sure. Of where course. we were all in the same room together and we would all coordinate, would have costumes in one department, would have uh, uh, visual effects guys that were just down the street. And so um, a lot of times they would just need a three quarter view if we're doing like uh, background ships and they would design from there. And the approval process was once it left the art department, went through the producers, it would go to VFX and that's and it would pretty much that was what you would get. Yeah. And since we've started on Discovery and uh, Picard, that whole process has kind of changed. There's another step that goes beyond after what we do. And so, uh, like I said, we designed this ship with a saucer on it and uh, did all of the formats. We had two modelers from VFX that were actually in office with us. And so they had done kind of some rough models. And then once they got those uh, pretty much approved, they would go back to uh, the VFX house and they would finish it from there. Okay. And um, what you'd expect after that would be to see that, that particular model on the screen. But what happens now is once visual effects kind of creates their model, um, it goes through another approval process. So I'm not sure if it's the producers or the writer, or the director, but they will look at these visual effects models and they go, hey, that might look too much like a starship. Let's change it a little bit. And so for the tug was that very same thing. Mm -hmm. They whacked the, the saucer off. Mm -hmm. And so when we're watching the, the previews, 
I'm going, that's an interesting ship. What is that one? And then I realized, oh, it's the the tug without the saucer on it. Mm-hmm. They just kind of, and they, they are under an incredible crunch. Sure. The poor VFX guys on <laughs> on Picard. They, uh, because uh, the, the scripts were uh, kind of changing and they're adding scenes. They had to, they had to make up all of this, these gaps right. uh, in a massive hurry. Yeah, yeah. And so you could tell when you, when you saw that ship that, oh, someone said, cut the saucer off. And so they, they did. And uh, they kind of showed it from the back and the front. So you don't really the si- see the side of it very much but um like i say and uh, we're all kind of like cogs in this kind of gigantic wheel and and so we all kind of contribute a little bit here and there and then what you see on the screen is kind of a, a group effort of everyone's talents from the art department to the effects to mm. uh the vision of the writers and the directors so it, it's very interesting to see what happens is almost like a Christmas surprise because you send something <laughs> off with a with a little star in the corner that it got approved. Right. And yeah, you yeah. don't know what you're gonna get at the end. Yeah. So it's fun. That's so interesting. I really appreciate you sharing that bit of the process. And I, I'm sure our listeners are gonna find that really fascinating as well. But yeah, it's very different than the days, right? Of you know, physical models. Like it's it's a completely different process and VFX and I was actually having discussions with individuals recently about, you know, what actually goes into VFX because I think everyone just assumes like you know time is endless and when we're saying budgets it's not just monetary budgets it's time budgets it's it's so much that goes into it especially when you're rendering these on a show like that so i uh, i've been trying to educate a little bit evangelize the work that vfx artists do because it's it's one hell of a job it's it's really really tough and but uh, yeah the ship turned out really really cool and um i i do love its distinct color and i know that that had to do with kind of the industrial nature you were going for um and i just i, I again likening it back to that that modern train is just so cool and of course those types of ships have to exist and it must be really fun for you to have to go and try and work on filling in the gaps with the concepts you create yeah it's very fun and and like i said uh i'm i'm the last of the pencil artists i still yeah. do everything by hand mm. and i'll do a photoshop coloring or blueprints if i have to when they when they call for it yeah but um it, it's fun i keep i still get hired for that and i'm, I'm yeah. glad <laughs> we're glad too i can't figure out the uh the uh, 3d programs are just uh they're i don't have the time to learn them sadly and uh, i would die to to know how to do it and uh but maybe when i retire but <laughs> um, i remember you john telling me about that's how you felt about photoshop you're like oh god how does this work <laughs> oh gosh <laughs> flash yes. forward to today <laughs> And uh, it was, it was, yeah, like I was saying, we had the two uh, modelers in the uh, art department from um, visual effects, and uh, they were brilliant model makers. And it, it's funny, there's such a vast group of talent in the Star Trek world now, especially yeah. where we're working. A lot of them have beautiful, wonderful modeling skills and gaming skills. And what was interesting with uh, when they were modeling this 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 ship, um, th- I think both of them said they they kind of specialized in the alien ship. So when they were doing the Federation and the Starfleet stuff, um, we would just kind of have conversations and we'd like talk about like, okay, where uh, where do you think we should put the deflector dish? Mm-hmm. And they'll look at you like, what's that? And so yeah. it was it was kind of fun because we got to educate each other. And sure. so I'd put together a sheet that would show all the th- the little elements that would go on a starship, the deflector dish, the transporter arrays, yeah, the, yeah. Uh, the RCS thrusters. So it would take pictures of 3D models that were already out and just circle things. Right. These are elements that need to be a part of a Starfleet ship. Yeah. And at the same time, they'd show me how they model stuff. So it was really cool to see their end of things and and um and how starfleet works and the the design aesthetic goes into play so it was really really fun to have the two guys in there and uh, what's funny about the the effects you know there are different 
at a different location. And so mm-hmm. you don't know the people modeling these. And I'd, I'd love at the end of these shows to just call them and say, hey, that was awesome. I'd love to say thanks for your hard work. But you just you just don't know the names yeah, of, I, of who people are. And yeah. I think they come and go quickly from one one gig to another. So uh, it it's interesting to love their stuff, but you don't get to say thanks. I, I know what you mean. Um, it's a dream of mine one day to have a, a little sub Star Trek con all about ships. We were, we're calling it ship con. Um, but w- one of the cool things like you, like you were just mentioning is kind of that behind the scenes stuff. And, and Ben, I know that you get to on these magazines, not only are some of these designs John is talking about in the magazine. So you need to everyone listening, pick up the magazines for these ships. And it comes with the model too. absolutely brilliant to see the concept go from, you know, what it was to what it is now but also ben alongside your research of talking to john and figuring it out we we get to learn some really cool stuff and there was something really touching i learned about in the magazine about where the name for the ship came from do you remember Uh, that it's um one of the the rescuers of uh jewish families from nazi germany yeah Yeah, michael chabon one of his uh obviously uh, a subject that he's deeply invested in yeah anybody who hasn't read the amazing adventures of cavalier and clay go and read it right now it is uh, one of my favorite books. It's an extraordinary book um, and will make you appreciate Michael Chabon even more. Wow. I mean, the other thing I was going to say is that I mean, I've just pulled up the drawings and I think what you see from the drawings, um, and I hope we communicate in the magazines, just how much thought goes into stuff. Yeah. So, you know, on this one, John did like countless different versions of like how the cargo pods would fit. Next oh, yeah, to yeah. It's amazing to see. Uh, <laughs> you know the train cars or you know john you were talking about how when you look at it the nacelles are designed so that the, the pylons actually fold in or out depending on how big the cargo they're tying is mm. yeah they were they're completely kind of uh, free-floating hinges so um you could uh, adjust the uh, position of the nacelle struts according to what you're hauling around with yeah and then there's like a ton of stuff about exactly how that towing hub works Mm-hmm. Um, and the other thing that I just to say, the shape that you ended up with is actually really, really clear on the drawings. Mm-hmm. So that the you can, the, they didn't have to invent the shape that was under the saucer. When you look at the drawings, it's already there. Mm-hmm. They just said, let's eliminate these two bits of the saucer on either side mm-hmm. um, and just keep that part. So it's still very much something that John designed. Sure. Oh, of it's course. It's just it goes through this kind of uh, yeah. evolution process. I mean, I always say, you know, it takes a takes a village to make a TV show. Absolutely. Oh, that, yeah. that I am sure it does. Really, everyone, do check out the magazines. They're absolutely incredible. And I just have to say, lads, this has been absolutely amazing. And I hope hope everyone listening enjoyed it uh do make sure again to pick up the models in the magazine so you can see everything we spoke about and of course stay tuned for more episodes of this collaboration podcast we're going to dive into more ships from discovery picard and when new shows come out all the ships from there as well but as per tradition before we warp out a quick teaser for the next episode we're going to be chatting about the romulan flagship that admiral o was in command of at the season finale of picard and ben before we head out can you remind everyone where they can purchase the models or how they can subscribe and also about here collector social media so for social media you can find us uh on all the major platforms so twitter facebook uh instagram more and more on instagram these days yeah um and then the best place to sign up for the ships and remember there are two ways you can do it you can either just buy them individually or you can subscribe and make sure you never miss one 
Um, I'm sounding more and more like an advert every day. <laughs> and in order to do that, it's Hero Collector backwards slash Star Trek Universe, and you get both options presented to you there. Yeah, do do check those out. And of course, you can check John's work out on Star Trek Picard, Star Trek Discovery. We can't wait to see more of your work coming up. Of course, you can get more information about Ship Talking Pod at our website, shiptalkingpod.com. We're on Twitter. And make sure you give us a follow there because we're going to launch a giveaway, as usual, of the Wallenberg class tug, along with every other ship model we discuss in the future. So keep an eye out and make sure you are subscribed to our podcast on your favorite platforms. You can always be alerted when these go out and you can participate in those giveaways. And of course, Ship Talking Pod is also on Patreon in return for your support, which makes everything we do possible. We give extra special benefits, including expanded episodes of our main pod, the ability to chat in Discord with some of our guests that join us, special patron-only giveaways, and so much more. Head to patreon.com slash ship talking pod for details ben john thank you so so much for joining it was an absolute pleasure as always for you ben and john i really appreciate you coming on the show i think everyone's gonna be excited to hear from you oh it was great fun thank you so much and uh, always fun to talk with ben and, and nice to finally get to talk to you too so great times thanks thank you absolutely and of course thanks to all of our listeners until the next episode we'll see you then keep trekking see you next time we talk in the future goodbye bye bye So what a lot of people don't know about John is that he has a big, big folder of ships that he designed over the last, my God, how many years, John? 25 years now? Star Trek? Yeah. Uh, 30, actually. Oh, my gosh. 31. 31. So, so John has some designs that he's never been able to sell to anyone. Oh. It's so like that beefed up Klingon Bird of Prey. Yeah, yeah. How many times has that come out, John? Oh, uh I want to see every movie and every show oh. minus Picard. Yet until we get some Klingon storyline. <laughs> and so uh, no one has said, haven't we seen this before? I've been waiting for that. It hasn't happened yet, but <laughs> let's make it happen. But the um, actually on this one, the tug that was this was originally one you designed for a video game, John. Oh, oh, oh. those rough sketches in the beginning. Oh. Yes, a couple of a couple of those were yes, and so yeah. we use those as the uh, the non saucer ah. concepts. I, I actually think one of them got in the background somewhere, if I'm not mistaken. All right, very interesting.